today I am so excited to be um, hosting live with a special guest in studio. <laughs> so I'm so excited because Patrick Prohaska is with us in studio in my home here in Vienna. Um, so we are actually, we're doing two things at the same time. We're videotaping as well as doing the live show on ITS. So um, I want to thank you all for being here and Patrick, welcome. Thank you. It's a joy to be here. I <laughs> came all the way from San Francisco to Vienna to be here with uh, Shafali today, and uh, it's my birthday. So this is how I wanted to celebrate my birthday, and I think it's a great experience. Oh, it's been so much fun. So happy birthday, Patrick. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's it's been a it's been an interesting time that since Patrick's been here, he's been here for almost a week, and so we were able to get together once before. We went out. I showed him some of my favorite sites in Vienna and we went to a you know one of my favorite restaurants or where they serve my favorite dessert we went there and that was fun and then today because it's Patrick's birthday we went out for dinner beforehand um so I'm so I'm so glad because it's so much fun to celebrate uh a friend you know on their birthday and so it means so much to me that Patrick is here today with us live um, in studio with all of you as well so today we are talking about how to reclaim your power. So, Patrick, you know that the, you know this, the theme for the season is reclaim your spirit. Mm -hmm. So, when when I talk about reclaiming your spirit, what does that mean to you? Like, what does spirit mean, and what does reclaiming your spirit mean? Yes. So, when I think of the word spirit, I don't like to think of spirit as something that's completely separate from the physical. So, a lot of times, we in our three dimensional reality, we set up these dualities. We set up this belief system that tells us that you have a physical body and your spirit is somehow completely separate from it. And you walk around viewing yourself as a spiritual being that's inhabiting a physical shell. And that physical shell gives you problems. That physical shell gets sick. That physical shell ages. And then it dies. And then you're, in a sense, liberated from that physical shell. I tend not to think in those terms. Um, because that, for me, is inherently a three-dimensional viewpoint. Yes. So for me, spirit is something much, much grander than uh, some sort of disembodied being that inhabits a physical shell. I like to use the word spirit in the term that the, the alternative meaning of it, which is um, like lust for life or joy, you know, um, uh, the... Uh, spirit of giving, for example, that sort of thing. So for me, spirit is something that infuses absolutely everything that you do. It's something that infuses the entire universe. And you, in a sense, are, when you look at yourself from a higher dimensional perspective, you're a, a wash and an ocean of spiritual energy at all times. So I, I like the idea of reclaim your spirit. And I think one of the things that, that happens when we're in this three-dimensional reality is we begin to develop this belief system that tells us that we are disconnected from our spirits, mm -hmm. that somehow the physical body and the spiritual aspect of life, they're disconnected from each other. And we live in this world where you have to compete with other people for material gain. You're competing for limited resources. And there's... For some reason, this belief system that we have that, that says that all of that is in opposition to spirit. 
So you, you can't have money and be spiritual, for example, is a really common belief. And, and I don't buy into any of that. I think that's just a belief system. So I think that on the one hand, our goal is to reclaim our spirit. But on the other hand, we are never, ever, ever disconnected from spirit. So it's not about reclaiming something that you've lost hold of. It's about remembering that you were never, ever separate from your spiritual side ever. Yeah, I love so, that. Yeah, yeah I, totally love, I, I totally agree with you. And that's why, you know, sometimes these terms that we use, like reclaiming your spirit, they're very limited, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They and, are. And so for me, it's about being all of who you are, all of mm-hmm. you encompassing, meaning the energy that you are, the spiritual part that you are, all of it is you, and yeah. how we can bring more of that into our lives. Yeah, absolutely. And that is so beautiful because all of who you are is also all of those things that you've been told are your blemishes, mm-hmm. the things that you should be ashamed of, or we're taught to be ashamed of our physical bodies. We're taught to be ashamed of the emotions that we have in our physical bodies, the things that the bodies do. Um, and and that's, that's part of who you are. You really can't let go of that shame until you love yourself exactly as you are right now in every single dimension of who you are. That's, that's where growth comes in. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. mean, it's about loving, but before you can get to the loving part, mm-hmm. you have to accept yeah. and yeah. allow that this is who I am. Yeah. So, you know, I always have said for myself in the past, yeah, I'm a little bit weird. I'm a little bit quirky. You know, there are certain things about me that are a bit different, but you know what? That's who I am. Yeah. You know, and I accept my quirkiness exactly as it is. Somebody else may not like it, but that's, you know what, that's, that's their thing. That's not my thing. I yeah. like who I am. I like my quirkiness. I like my, all my little so-called flaws and blemishes and all that wonderful stuff. It makes me who I am today, yeah. right? And so when I talk about reclaiming your spirit, Patrick, how can we do that more on a daily basis? Meaning, how can we be more of ourselves? on a regular basis, more right. of, our, of our totality. Well, you, you basically hit the nail on the head when you talked about accepting and allowing. Mm-hmm. So for me, years ago, about three years ago, I started in life coaching. And when I set up my life coaching business, the absolute core principle that I focused on in all of my coaching sessions was authenticity. So when you can step into the energy of you being authentically you without trying to live out somebody else's expectations, without uh, living out somebody else's dream, a lot of us live out our, our, our mother's dream or our father's dream for us. When you can begin to say, this is who I am and this is the way I live my life and um, you know, not be in other people's face about it, but just simply you being you without wearing the masks, then everything begins to flow. Now, one of the things that happens, as you know, is that a lot of times we wear these masks. Mm -hmm. So we think what the other person is going to approve in us, we become fearful of other people's judgments, and then we shift our, our behavior so that we can not incur their judgments, and that we, we give them what we think that they're interested in. But the thing is, if you're wearing a mask and you're doing that, and you're interacting with somebody else who's also wearing a mask relating to you based on their assumptions about what you want from them, then you have two people being inauthentic relating to each other, 
and then that kind of spreads out through the world. There's this level of authenticity that permeates our society. And if we could just strip off those masks and be authentically who we are and say, this is, this mm -hmm. is, this is me. I love myself exactly as I am right now. Then, in that sense, I think you're living completely and utterly with spirit. Yes, I totally agree. And you know, one thing you, you just said um, makes me want to ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know, you know how I am. I just like questions come up. It's like I need to ask this. So sometimes when we're wearing these different masks, mm -hmm. right? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm. I like, I'd like to think I'm not wearing a mask right now, but, you know, we'll just go with it right, right now for, as an example. So let's say I'm wearing a mask right now. You're wearing a mask right now. Mm -hmm. We're interacting. Mm -hmm. Is part of that subconscious? The mask it's, that you know, mostly subconscious. Mm -hmm. It's mostly subconscious because you have all of these subconscious programs that are running on autopilot in the back of your mind at all times. And a lot of those subconscious programs are based on value judgments that other people have imposed upon you, and then fears you have about the consequences of your behaviors. So you might think on a conscious level that you want to live your life in a certain way, and you set out to do that, but there might be unconscious worries in the back of your mind that prevent you from fully stepping into your authenticity. So yeah, you're absolutely right about that. <laughs> I know, yeah. and that's, that's, that's the funny thing is like, you know, but, you know, because a lot of your work has to do with subconscious reprogramming, mm -hmm. right? And that's why I wanted to bring that up, because I know that sometimes we don't even know what masks we have on. We don't even know what belief systems we are running in the background. Mm -hmm. And when we are, you know, stuck and stuck and stuck and we can't find a way out, that's usually the problem. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think the, the topic is power for yes. today, reclaiming your power. <laughs> And I know that there are a lot of men on the call, but most of the people in the group right now are women. Yes. And, of course, men, if you're listening right now, you've been a woman in past lives, so, you know, <laughs> so, yes. so don't tune out. But in our society, women receive a lot of really limiting belief systems from, from the moment they're born. Mm -hmm. And these belief systems are nothing but belief systems. They are not the reality of who you are as a spiritual being. So we're taught that women aren't allowed to speak their truth. They're not allowed to step into power. Or that if a woman does have power, somehow she's, oh, I don't know, she's, she's controlling or bitchy or emasculating or something like that. And, yeah. and, you know, and then she gets punished for it. So there are all these fears in the background that say, I'm not allowed to do this. I'm not allowed to speak my truth over here. I'm not allowed to. I'm, I, I can be powerful, but not too powerful. I have to hold back a little bit. Um, and it, it's simply not true. <laughs> and, you know, you know, I'm a woman. I'm also Indian. So you can just imagine how yeah. many belief systems are, have been in play um, with me. Mm -hmm. But for the past six years, maybe six, seven years, I started shifting all that. I started yeah. changing all that. So now I'm a totally different person than I was. Yeah. My, my parents don't <laughs> understand me. My siblings don't really get me either. But mm -hmm. you know what? I'm happy. And so we were talking about this project earlier before we went live about um, doing what makes us happy. And when we do what makes us happy, what makes us feel good, we are in our power. Yes. So I feel like I have been more in my power since I started choosing what was right for me. Before that, I was giving my power away to my parents, to mm -hmm. society, to my children, my ex-husband, you know, you name it. 
I was giving it away. And so sometimes we don't realize that that is what we're doing. So I'm glad you, I'm glad you shared that with us. And you're right, it's not just women, it's the men too. Yeah. And so we, you're right, we give our power away in so many different ways. We give our power away by accepting without question phony limitations that are placed upon us by others. And that's what I was getting at before, where it's, you, you say men are allowed to do this, women are allowed to do that, and, and you can't mix the two. Otherwise, you're not a real man or you're not a real woman or you might get punished in some way. So that's, that's just one of the many ways we give our power away. But we give our power away in very subtle ways as well. So um, a lot of people are <laughs> – this gets a little bit dicey, but a lot of people have fear of creating conflict mm -hmm. with other people. So they become overly agreeable. So even when you're with somebody who disagrees with you on something or has a different viewpoint, they pretend like they agree rather than coming into true allowing, which is saying, you know, you're, you're, uh, um, I allow you to live your life on your terms exactly as you want to, and I liberate myself to do the same for myself. But instead, we slip into these patterns where we try to make other people like us by agreeing with them, and then that, after a while, it just confuses the truth of who we are. So, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And I know we do this a lot. I, it's something I was doing mm -hmm. constantly. I'm not anymore, thank goodness. Yeah. And that's why my life has changed so much. I mean, look at me. I'm living in Vienna, of all places. I never mm -hmm. would have thought that. I'm, I'm married to the love of my life, you know, mm -hmm. who treats me like a goddess. And I'm not kidding. He really does, yeah. you know. And, you know, there are so many, so many things I've changed in my life because I started choosing what was yeah. right for me. So I encourage all of you, you know, do what works for you. Do what feels good for you. Yeah. You know, yeah, sometimes there's conflict. Sometimes there's a little bit of backlash, mm -hmm. right? And because people don't always get it. But in the long run, you have to live for yourself. Yeah. Right? So there's a lot of irony built into human life. And one of the grandest ironies of all is that if you're a people pleaser, you end up suffocating yourself and you don't end up actually pleasing other people. Mm -hmm. They just they walk all over you. They take advantage of you. They use you like a doormat. If you're a people pleaser and you're always putting other people first, that it might seem like you're actually helping other people, but you're really disempowering yourself. And when you disempower yourself, you really can't have much of a lasting change on the people around you. When you slip into that, you know, I just flew here from the United States, so of course I have that oxygen mask. <laughs> yeah. they, so when, you, when you're on a flight, they say, put on your oxygen mask first and then help the people around you. That's exactly what is going to empower you to help other people. Take care of your needs first. Step into embracing all of those things that you know are going to bring you joy, happiness, and a solid foundation, and then you're going to be in a much more powerful place to help the people around you, and you'll get much more satisfaction out of, you know, quote-unquote, pleasing other people because you'll be doing it from a place of personal power rather than a place of obligation. It's, yeah. it's, it's my duty to fix other people. It's my duty to help other people. If I, if I don't help other people, then I'm a bad person and, and I'll hate myself for that. That's completely disempowering. Well, and the thing is, when you are, you know, living from your own power, but mm -hmm. doing what's right for you, 
you become an inspiration for others as well, you know. So you don't have to consciously say, I'm going to help someone. But just by you being you, it does give them permission to be themselves as well. It's it's like being a model for them, you know. So for my children, for example, you know, they've seen me go through everything. And now they know, uh, especially my daughter, because she was really close to me, she can do anything. She has total confidence in herself. She's seen what I have done and how I've turned my whole life around. And she knows that something else is possible for her. You know, she and my son, they've seen how much in love and how loving Robert and I are. So now they know that you can have a relationship that is loving, you know, yeah. and that is and, and respectful and, and happy. And, you know, you can have that. And so that by itself, just by you being you, gives people the opportunity to see that something else is possible. So whether then they want to choose that or not, that's up to them. But you are helping your whole family and your community and, you know, on a bigger scale, just by you being you and being in your power. Absolutely. And and also you being you. I love that I love the way you put that. <laughs> it's so beautiful. So uh you being you also gives you an uncanny ability to roll with the punches in a way that you probably couldn't imagine before. So when when bad things happen, when setbacks happen, you you just flow right through them and back into a state of abundance and prosperity once again. So those setbacks no longer seem life-threatening. When you're coming from a place of you being you with power, you're able to just handle what life throws at you and learn from it and move on. Because when you're living in the other way, when you're living in that disempowered state, there's always blame attached. You're always judging your, your... second-guessing yourself, why did I do that? Why did I do this? It's my fault. I was stupid for doing that. So you're, you're living in that state of self-judgment, and that just um, depletes your energy further. So when you're in that state of empowerment, you're never judging yourself. You're saying, I made a choice. The choice didn't turn out right. I'm going to learn from that. I'm moving on. It's over and done with. I've let go of that energy. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's powerful. I'm glad you said that because, you know, we don't have to hold on to those energies that are disempowering, that are limiting. You know, we can let them go and choose something greater. And that's what I, I, you know, I do that all the time. I'm always choosing something else, something more, something different. Um, Right now I'm in a mode of, I don't know what I want to choose, you know, because I've just been going through some major transition. But now I'm at this phase where it's like, okay, things are settling down, you know, and now I get to choose. What do I want, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you ask the question, what do you want, that's a very empowering question and place to be. Absolutely. Right? What do I want? Mm-hmm. And then you get to choose that. And there's no mistakes. You know, if you do something and it doesn't work out, you know, you may realize, oh, I didn't really like that. Hmm. Okay, well, then let's choose again and again yeah. and again, right? All the time. And so that part of it, part of that, I think, has to do with being in that state of, Abundance, being in that state of flow, being in that state of personal power and connected to, well, I say connected to spirit, we're always connected, but focused on your connection with spirit, uh, bringing more of that oneness, that, that peace, that strength, that flow into your life um, instead of always just a mental, mental mind, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that, it, oh, wow, that, <laughs> what you just said, like, opened up so many doorways. Mm-hmm. There, there's so many different directions <laughs> to go with that. But I think for me, what, what's 
kind of glorious about what you just said is just imagine, just think for a second about some grudge you're holding on to or some slight or some pain that somebody gave you, some trauma that you have, something your mother did to you when you were a child that you just can't let go of. And just imagine, what if you just let go? What if you just released that to the universe and didn't carry that grudge energy around anymore? Just imagine how much energy that would free up that you could channel into other parts of your life. And a lot of times people don't like letting go because, once again, there's those judgment things. So if I'm holding a grudge against somebody because they did something to me, I need to hold on to that grudge because if I let go, then they're getting off scot-free and they deserve to be punished. That that's that keeps you stuck. It does. It does. <laughs> but that's an energy that a lot of us carry because we're taught that um, we're taught that we're supposed to be judgmental of other people and we learn from those judgments. But what if what if that's not true? What if you learn by testing the waters and seeing what makes you happy? and then embracing the things that make you happy rather than looking back on your life and seeing all the things that upset you and latching onto those. Yeah. And, you know, Patrick, we were talking earlier, and I think this word learn, I think we should mm-hmm. just take that out of our vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's just take it out, and instead, mm-hmm. let's, let's choose experience. You know, I'd yeah. like to experience this, what, more joy, more success, more peace, more love, more friendships, more whatever it happens to be. So for me, that's what I've been choosing for the past couple of years is more experiences. What do I want to experience? What do I want to feel? You know, what do I want to see in my life? You know, what do, what do I want my life to look like and be like? Um, and choosing that helps you to get past the lessons that need to be learned. <laughs> Instead, yeah. it's just about experiencing. What do, what do I want to experience? Because I came here for a reason. We all came here for a reason to experience something. So, and it's for me, in my opinion, it's uh, about experiencing joy, experiencing happiness, exp- experiencing abundance and peace and love and just Expansive feelings. That's what I, that's what I choose. You know, I don't choose those other feelings anymore. Um, I can sometimes, but they last like two hours. You know, but mostly it's about having fun. You know, so what would be fun for you? You know, try try and add more of that to your life, mm-hmm. and then that's what I like to do. What, what would be fun for me? Sometimes fun is going for a walk in the sunshine. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fun. You know, and um, yeah, it, there, there's. There's been unfolding this year, and of course we just had another event with the supermoon um, yes, we did. a couple of days ago. Two days ago, yeah. Wow, that was powerful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the things that's unfolding right now is the freedom and the permission to have fun. Because so many of us go through life very serious, very much, you know, on on the lookout for things that can go wrong and we don't infuse our lives with the fun that that we're you know born into Mm -hmm. you know childhood is fun why do we lose that uh and we get into this this belief system that that says things like having fun is unmanly you know that sort of thing i i remember growing up thinking that this this was deeply ingrained into me that it's unmanly for men to dance and that I, I would go through life thinking, oh, my God, how, how is it possible for people like Bruce Springsteen to yeah. even exist? 
that singing and dancing is such an unmanly profession. So glad I let that go. <laughs> it's because it's crazy. It's ridiculous. It, the, the gender conditioning that I got as a child was, was really rigid. I grew up in rural Kansas. Mm-hmm. I remember the, when I moved away for college, one of the phony limitations that was placed upon me was men never use umbrellas. No matter how heavy the rain is, you don't use an umbrella. That's, that's a girly thing to do. So I, I would, like for a couple of years, I was embarrassed about carrying an umbrella. I felt like I was, mm-hmm. um, and I, I know that's kind of an extreme example, but we have, we have all of those built into us. Yes. And, it, and, and then they become cultural too and societal. Mm-hmm. So like speaking of rain today, it was raining today and we had to go out, Robert and I had to go out. So I brought my umbrella and I said to Robert, I said, Robert, it's raining, you know, you should bring your umbrella. And he said, no, I have a hood. <laughs> but he did not bring bring his umbrella. Oh, maybe that's where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> but he had one. He bought one for him specifically. Um, no, this is just so interesting. What you know, these different beliefs that we have that are not really serving us. They're kind of limiting us. You know, I mean, the umbrella one is a, a small one, right? But there are so many. So I was wondering, Patrick. Um, I don't know how we're going to do this because, like I said, we are videotaping as well as doing audio. But um, can we do some some clearings or activations around reclaiming our power? Yeah, let's do that. But but first, let me make the connection with everyone yeah. on the call. Mm-hmm. So everybody is listening right now, and this goes for the replay as well. Oh, no, I'm getting a message. Okay. Some of you are doing things that are potentially dangerous. So please, I, I will be in training you to a theta brainwave state. Please do not do anything that requires focused attention that's potentially dangerous. So no driving or chopping vegetables or anything like that. Wow. Okay. And then set aside any and all distractions that will prevent you from getting the full benefit of this. And now say yes and say yes with enthusiasm. For me to connect to you energetically. Yes. Okay, and as that connection is being said, you might feel some tingling on the top of your head or some effervescence through your sinuses. However you feel it, it's perfectly fine. There's no way to do it wrong. Some of you might feel nothing at all. Simply trust that the connection is being said and now tap into the energy that's flowing around your body you may actually imagine or witness that there's a vortex of energy spinning around your body, a tornado of energy. If you direct your attention downward, you'll notice it spins all the way down into Mother Earth. This will ground you, help protect you so you don't get too lightheaded as we slip into Theta. And now direct your attention upward as well and notice that this vortex of energy spins all the way up into the heavens. And now you're slipping into the theta brainwave state. If you feel yourself falling asleep, you can always pull some grounding energy upward. Stabilize once again. You know, take a deep breath and hold it, and then release when we're when you're ready. Let me tap in and see. There's a lot of money issues in the group. 
There's a lot of romance trauma in the group. But let's, hmm. Abdominal issues, wow. Okay, there's a, there's a whole range of things. But the thing that popped up first was money issues. And wow, okay. So let's do a couple of downloads related to money and power. And when I use the word download, you know, it's, it's a term that's used in a lot of different healing modalities. But I don't understand download as information coming from an exterior source. All of the information of the universe is already inside you. Just like I said at the beginning, you are always infused with spirit. You're never disconnected from your spirit. You just forget that that connection exists in some, in some cases. So any download that I do is actually information that you're, you have inside you that you're forgetting. So, would you like to know what unconditional love feels like? Say yes for that. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Would you like to know what abundance and prosperity feel like? Say yes for that. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Would you like to know what surplus feels like? Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Remember, oh, would you like to understand money? from creator's perspective. Say yes for that. Yes. Okay, so of course money is just energy. Energy flows. It flows in. It flows out. A lot of times we panic when the energy flows out because we're afraid that it will never flow in again. So let's go back to the very first time in all lifetimes where you decided that if you spend money, there's a chance that it will never be replaced with more money coming in. Let's get the truth about that and clear that. Say yes for that. Yes. Beautiful. Would you like to know that living in surplus is possible for you? Yes. Ooh, would you like to know that you are allowed to live in surplus? Yes. Would you like to know it's safe for you to live in surplus? Yes. Okay, there's trauma there. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay, so let's go back to the very first time in all lifetimes you decided that it is dangerous to have surplus for whatever reason. Let's get the truth about what really happened when you made that decision and clear that belief away right now. So say yes. Yes. Mm. Okay. And there's some traumatic residue there, so let's wash away that trauma. So I'm going to go into the morphogenetic field and clear out some of that residue, that sticky residue of fear that if you have money, it will be stolen from you. If you have surplus, you'll be a target. If you have surplus, then you're going to be obligated to family members you dislike. If you have surplus, somebody will break into your home and steal it, or the IRS or the tax agency will come after you. Let's clear all those fears away. So it's safe for you to live in surplus, which is it, it, it's like one and the same as spirit. Mm -hmm. If you're living infused with spirit, you are in surplus. Beautiful. 
Okay, beautiful. Would you like to know how to maintain your surplus? Yes. Beautiful. Would you like to know how to magnetize to you additional surplus every time you spend money out of your surplus? Yes. Beautiful. Would you like to know what overflow is? Mm, yes. Yeah, so we all know about the flow of money, but let's talk about overflow. Would you like to know what overflow feels like? Yes. So imagine so much money coming your way that you yourself can't possibly manage it. You have to give away from your overflow. You freely give to charity and give to charitable causes because you have too much money to handle yourself. Would you like to know that that's possible for you? Yes. And would you like to know that you're allowed to have that? Yes. Beautiful. And that it's safe? Yes. Okay. And then there's a little bit of judgment issue that came in. So then we'll close out this block. A little bit of judgment issue that came in that says, if I, if I give to charity, I don't know who I'm giving to, and do I know whether they deserve it or not? So anywhere and everywhere where you have lived in the concern of judging other people and deciding whether they deserve your love or not, would you like the truth about that and what that causes and release that right now? Yes. Beautiful. Okay. Would you like to know how to and what it feels like to live your life free of judgment? Yes. And would you like to know how to and what it feels like to live your life free of self-judgment? <laughs> yes. Would you like to know how to and what it feels like to love yourself exactly as you are right now? Yes. Okay, and a little fear popped up there, so, wow. So there is a fear that if you love yourself exactly as you are right now, you'll never change. So would you like to know that it's possible for you to still grow and experience new things in life, even if you love yourself exactly as you are right now? Yes. Beautiful. That's, that's empowering. Say you're, you're wanting to lose weight. Say you're wanting to start an exercise program. If you love yourself exactly as you are right now, no matter what your weight is, that empowers you to lose the weight because you get rid of all that self-judgment and self-hatred and self-doubt and you flow into the, the situation that's going to bring you what you know will make you happy. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Everybody take a deep breath and hold it. Oh, and release when you're ready. Beautiful. So that, that deep breath allows us to integrate the new energies. And Shafali's yawning. <laughs> I yawn as well. It's, it's, I, I get some of these... I call them full body yawns. Mm. Sometimes when, when the energy flows in such a way, it's not like I'm yawning in my throat. It's like my entire body gets stretched out. into. That's just the body opening itself up for the new energy to integrate. Wow. So, that, was, yeah. that, was, that, was, that was amazing, Patrick. And so, so some of the stuff that you brought in is exactly what people um, – <laughs> <laughs> what people um, are experiencing, I think, you know. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm laughing because earlier <laughs> Patrick and I were talking, and he and he said, "You know what your name means?" I'm like, "No, not really." And so somebody just posted on the Q and A about my name, and <laughs> she said it means my abundance in Hebrew. 
Um, but thank you. We were just talking about that. And, oh. um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, she must have been tapped into our conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so I guess, you know, the Lee part, because we were, um, I know it's a little bit of digressing, but the, you know, Shefa means abundance and prosperity. And so we were wondering what the Lee, so maybe Shefa Lee means my abundance. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting, eh? And that was, we're talking about abundance and prosperity mm-hmm. right now. And, you know, from, <clears throat> sorry, for me, abundance does not always mean just money. It means so much more, you know. So, for example, right now I have an abundance of love with my husband. He's here in the apartment elsewhere. But so much love from my husband, from family and friends, so many, uh, an abundance of different experiences and an abundance of joy and the things that I experience. You know, so abundance is not just money. It's, it's um all the good stuff that you like you know, in, yeah. in your life, depending on whatever that happens to be. So in Vienna, we have an abundance of really rich food. And it's, oh <laughs> it's so good. Patrick's been complaining that he's gained quite a bit of weight. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> I mean, I said that the first time I came to Patrick. Like, I've gained 20 pounds. Yeah. You, know, you can't help it. But um, Yeah, I, I'm loving every minute of this because the – the just vast array of rich, glorious, beautiful pastries that are available every morning. It's, it's astounding. So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's wonderful. I invite you all to come and uh, really experience Vienna. Um, so now we've talked about so many diff- different things, Patrick, and I'm glad we did that, that activation, those clearings. That'll really help people a lot. There were such Everything you touched on was, I think, relevant, you know, mm-hmm. to most people, you know, really relevant. So um, I also wanted to talk about, you know, so many we are going to take live caller questions, I promise, I swear, soon, really soon. Um, but I want, I want to talk about, you know, success and failure. What, like, why do some, why are, <laughs> why are some people really successful and other people not so much, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, People try, try, try. They they work hard. They do all the right things, you know, supposedly right things, but they can't succeed. And then other people do stuff so easily. And it's like, mm-hmm. what? What's up with that? And I know parts of it, parts of it has to do with, you know, path lives, mm-hmm. programming, mm-hmm. things like that. So can you talk a little bit about that? There, that can open up into so many different areas. So, yes, uh, lack of success can be a condition that people have for thousands of different reasons. And you've, you've touched on a lot of them. But I think that stepping into the energy of success can be as simple as simply believing that you're worthy of success. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it's a self-worth issue. Um, a lot of – oh, wow, this opens up into so yes, many things. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, there, there are a few people on the call right now who have a belief system that subconscious, you might not be aware of it, that you're not allowed to do better than your parents did. That if you are more successful than your father or your mother, then then you're dishonoring them in some way. And there's one person on the call who, wow, wow. The measure of her mother's success is how many children she produced. And I'm not allowed to have more children than her because I'm beating her in, the, in some sort of success competition, and that dishonors her. So anywhere and everywhere where you are in competition with your parents and you believe that you need to allow your parents to win in order to honor them. So you limit your success because 
it's dangerous to be more successful than them. Let's clear out anything and everything related to that away, so say yes. Yes. Beautiful. And then there's that self-worth issue. A lot of people just simply believe that they're not worthy of success. I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. So would you like the truth about that and clear that belief away? Yes. Wow. Would you like to know who you are from God's perspective as a successful person? Yes. Yeah. Now, the fact of the matter is we are all successful in absolutely everything we do. Some people are successful at failure. You know, that's that's really the way it is. Right. We're all master manifestors. We are all perfectly manifesting a universe that is in 100% harmony with our thoughts, emotions, expectations, and judgments about the world. So if you live in expectation of failure, you create failure at yourself. And in a sense, you are successful at creating failure. <laughs> yes. So I, th I think we're always successful at absolutely everything we do based on what energy we're sending out into the universe. Because the universe always responds in perfect harmony with what your, your desires, your thoughts, your emotions, your expectations. And I'm picking up that expectations in particular are a catching point. So anywhere and everywhere. You have lived in expectation of failure. Mm. Wow. Okay. Anywhere and everywhere where you have lived in expectation of your loving relationships dissolving into chaos and pain and misery. That's what I'm picking up mostly on the call. An expectation that... If I start a relationship with somebody, it's going to end in miser misery and, and hatred, and I'll hate myself, and I'll be alone forever. So anywhere and everywhere where you have that belief system, would you like to get the truth about it and clear it away? Yes. Okay, so anywhere and everywhere where you have an expectation of failure in any way, shape, or form, any dimension of your life, would you like to see that expectation for what it is? And clear it away. Yes. <clears throat> okay, take a deep breath and hold it. And then release when you're ready. Okay, another issue that, that this can go in a number of different directions, but I think it's helpful for everyone, is a lot of people consider failure to be bad. They, they're in mm -hmm. judgment of failure. Failure is an opportunity for you to move forward into something different. It's, it's a course correction. If you try something and fail, then in a sense, you, you know, you learn from that experience. Right. We talked about throwing out the word learning earlier. <laughs> but if you look back on your quote unquote failures and realize that they're not life ending in any way, then, then you can move. It, it gives you evidence of what you, what will bring you happiness and what will bring you fulfillment in your life. So there's, there's that dimension of it. Uh, a lot of times people step into the energy of failure because, um, because they think that they need to have certain characteristics before they can succeed. I need my certifications. I need my, I don't have a college degree. Therefore, why even bother? Uh, I, I, I need, you know, people around me who can support me. Why even bother if I don't have that yet? Um, anything like that is surmountable. That's just window dressing mm -hmm. in my mind. So, mm -hmm. yeah. 
I agree, but you know, but that's something that you know it has a lot to do with self worth, but mm -hmm. it also has a lot to do with confidence. Uh, yeah, I love that. Let's do two things really quickly. So, <laughs> yeah. everybody, say yes right now to have a morphogenetic filled infusion of the energy of confidence. Yes. Okay. And what is confidence if it's infused with magnetism? Charisma. Charisma, yes. <laughs> so say yes right now to accept and receive a morphogenetic field infusion of the energy of charisma. Yes. Beautiful. Take a deep breath and hold it. And release when you're ready. Wow, I really felt that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Ooh. And, you know, um, today, like I said, we are videotaping as well as we're doing the live on ITS. And I find that when I'm videotaping, uh, my energy is different mm -hmm. than when I'm just doing the ITS. I'm mm -hmm. having more fun, even though I'm not looking at the camera all the time. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's – or maybe it's just you <laughs> <laughs> because you're here. <laughs> no, it's you. I <laughs> Mm -hmm. But it's more fun, right? Mm -hmm. So do what may, what is fun for you. And sometimes, you know, I think Patrick and I talked about this before, but um, sometimes when we choose to do something, it doesn't work out the way we think it's going to, you know, suppose it's failure. It, it's not a lesson per se, but it's a, it's a, sometimes you get the awareness of, oh, well, I didn't really like that. Yeah, that's, you know? that's a beautiful way to put it. Because if you think about it in terms of lessons, there's we're always taught that yeah. that you're going to – be faced with the same lesson over and over and over again until you learn it. But maybe that's just a belief system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Belief system. There's so many belief systems that are running in the background, in the <laughs> everywhere, right? And once we are, we can see them, become aware of them, then we can let them go. And sometimes it's as simple as just being able to see it and then think, okay, I do not choose to experience that anymore. And see how I use the word experience again, right? So I choose not to experience that anymore. I'm going to choose something different now. Um, so I'm all, I'm all about choice. Choice and being aware of what's going on in my thoughts, feelings, and emotions, as well as my external world. Um, <clears throat> all right. So we are getting to the point where um, I think, I think we're, pretty, we're pretty good for you know, we're pretty good on target for now taking the caller questions mm -hmm. sure. um, and talking about the special offer and all that wonderful stuff. Yeah. So do you want to talk about the special offer? I do, first, but I, wanna... I really feel like it's important to address one question that came in earlier about yep. deep trauma. Mm -hmm. And I think it came in like right before the call started. Yes. And I know that... Um... And this, this will just take a second, I hope. So... <laughs> so um... Do you want to talk to her? Like, I think this is something that will enhance everybody's life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm just picking up that, that that question was asked for a reason. Yeah. And it's it's to benefit everyone. So a lot of times we get hung up on the notion that we have trauma. I know the vast majority of the work that I do is trauma clearing, and trauma can lead to panic attacks mm -hmm. or deep, deep, deep anxiety. Uh, but I think what's going on in this case is that this person has um, a hyperactive sympathetic nervous system. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to get into the details about what that is. But what happens is the portion of the autonomic nervous system that controls the heartbeat and 
the autonomic functions of the body is being overwhelmed by the portion of the autonomic system that kicks into high gear when you're faced with a threat. And then you live in fear of threats mm -hmm. around you at all times, and you're always in that fight or flight response. And that leads to panic attacks. So you can really fix that fairly quickly, but by just doing very, very deep, low belly breathing. So just breathe in very slowly, very, very deep, as deep as you can go. And I know when you're having a panic attack, a lot of times it feels like it gets stuck mm -hmm. at um, the mid chest. You can't get past the power center chakra, but try to pull the breath all the way down below the power center, down towards the second chakra. That stabilizes your autonomic nervous system very, very quickly. In the matter of four or five minutes, you can pull yourself out of a panic attack. And I wish I'd known that a couple of years ago because I had a panic attack that lasted um, more than a month. So wow. it was, it was uh, awful. So, um, and then the other portion of it is just I'm, I want to do this for everyone. I want to send in a flood of energy to soothe and soften and reassure the amygdala, which is a part of the, the brain stem that controls your fear response. So a lot of people on the call are living in fear, and sometimes the fear is extreme and leading to panic attacks, and sometimes the fear is, I'm afraid to be myself. So let's just soothe the amygdala, say yes to accept and receive an infusion of energy in the brainstem, calming down the amygdala so you don't slip into fight or flight. And I'm going to expand that energy outward so it encompasses the entire body stabilizing your autonomic nervous system, and then I'm going to flow some energy into the adrenal glands. Beautiful. Now take a deep breath and hold it, and release. And, and the reason I, I know that that's important is because that very question has come up maybe four or five times over the course of this week already. So that question is getting repeated over and over again by different people all of a sudden. Right. So I think it's it might be also magnified by the supermoon that we had. So yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Um, wonderful. So okay, hopefully, beautiful. hopefully so, that, that uh, helps Marlene. Okay. So, uh, and everybody else on the call. Thank you. Special offer? Is that what we're talking yeah, about? So, yeah, so we're going to take some live caller questions in just a minute, but we just wanted to talk about the special offer. So if you're on the live page, you can just click on special offer. And if you're on the phone, you can go to awakentohappinessnow.com forward slash Patrick11. That's awakentohappinessnow.com forward slash Patrick11. And this is the Reclaim Your Starseed Power yeah. uh, offer. <laughs> and, I, you know, Patrick and I were talking earlier, and I said, you know, we, we're, we are all starseeds. We um, are. We're all starseeds. Yeah. <laughs> so we can all benefit from this type yeah. of package. Well, the thing is, we're all starseeds, but a lot of us identify subconsciously with a different location than Earth. Mm -hmm. And therefore, a lot of us are simply uncomfortable in a physical body that is governed by human DNA. And we're uncomfortable in, in this environment on Earth. Now, all of us are starseeds. I, I believe that, that firmly. Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of us are comfortable here 
on this planet and in this energy and in this physical body with this human DNA. But those of us that, that identify with another place feel awkward and out of place. We're loners. We isolate ourselves. We are afraid of forging friendships. We would rather sit at home alone in a dark corner reading a book with a flashlight than going out dancing or anything like that. And then we begin to think that we're weird or we're different or we're, um, uh, that, that something's wrong with us because we don't interact with people the way others do. So this package is designed to soothe those energies. It's not designed to turn you into an extrovert. If that, if introversion is something that brings you pain, it's to allow you to love yourself exactly as you are right now and actually benefit from your introversion or whatever your characteristic is rather than judging yourself for it and wishing that your life were different. So uh, I can't even remember what's in the package. Well, there, there are 17 audios, 17 audios, plus three special bonus calls. Um, so yeah. I couldn't believe it when you said 17. When I was, I was doing the page, it's like, wow, that's a lot. <laughs> All right, then, so there's um, foundational activations. Yeah, so the, I, I have three foundational activations that I generally include with all of my packages, no matter what the package is. Uh-huh. And sometimes there's some variation. Uh, but these are, I think, the three essential ones that lay the foundation for everything else that I do in Thrive Energetics. One is a youth and vitality activation. The other one is a, a basic intuition activation. And then the third one is a grace and ease activation. And that one, as far as I know, I'm, I'm sure other people will start doing it as well. But I think it's unique to Thrive Energetics mm-hmm. at this point. Um, it is an energy activation that allows you to process and integrate new energies that your physical body is unfamiliar with without having a healing crisis like a migraine headache or flu-like symptoms. And also it allows you to get rid of that belief system that tells you that you must have flu-like symptoms or headaches if you have energy. Uh, there are um, a lot of Oh, I shouldn't go there. Yeah. <laughs> but, but people will tell you that you can't process new energy without a migraine headache. And then what happens is we get into this cycle where we actually cause ourselves to have migraine headaches because it's validating evidence that a change has happened. Wow. So we, we can get rid of that. That's a trap that I fell into a few years ago. I noticed that I was getting a lot of, of really bad headaches, mm-hmm. and some of them were migraines. And every time I got a headache, I would think, wow, I'm integrating new energy. And (laughs) then I realized, oh, my God, maybe I'm giving myself headaches in order to feed my ego, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's self-validating, you know, ego stimulation. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So the second uh, is freedom from limiting beliefs. So anything and everything that tells you that you do not have power in human form, we clear that away in the second session. The third one is relief from common physical issues. There, when you're uncomfortable in your human skin and you're uncomfortable in your human physical DNA, uh, certain issues pop up for us. So uh, eyesight issues um, are, are fairly common, um, weight issues. Um, so it work, works with whatever the common ones are. I can't remember what they are right now. Um, next, there's uh, a recording that is specifically about living with introversion. 
Um, and then management of empathic overwhelm. So everybody is empathic. Everybody is a natural empath. But some of you are so deeply in tune with your intuition that your empathy is painful to you. Mm -hmm. And you might even be unaware that you're actually picking up on the physical sensations, pains, aches of everyone around you, and you think something's wrong with you. So this allows you to get rid of the empathic overwhelm and actually control your levels of empathy uh, consciously so that you can walk into the Walmart and turn off your empathy. And, and That's you know, important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to pick on Walmart, but it's, it's a... It's happened. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've experienced it. <laughs> um, next, we have a trauma release. And, of course, I said that trauma is probably the number one thing that I work on with clients because we all have traumatic residues that mm -hmm. keep us stuck in, in behavioral patterns that are negative. So this releases that. You can listen to this one over and over and over again for different traumas. And then there's an addiction deactivation. Um, for a lot of star seeds, it, 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 it's fun to play around with the human body. So there's a lot of sex addiction, drug and alcohol addiction, and so forth. If that's an issue for you, or if you're addicted to drama, or you're addicted to poverty, or addicted to having people break up with you, uh, this will help clear that energy away. You can even be addicted to telesummits. You can be addicted to telesummits, <laughs> yeah. Or, or uh, you can be addicted to listening to the news mm -hmm. or Facebook right. or reality television. Those are, those are things that... Or uh, Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, we have Soothing Modern Life Syndrome, which is one of my absolute favorite programs ever. And um, I, I, if you've had another package from me before, you, you might recognize this. But this is a re-recording. It's refocused. It's completely different from the other soothing modern life syndrome that you may have seen before. And this helps you navigate the challenges of the physical world that we live in with grace and ease. So you don't have to constantly run away from GMOs or run away from wheat gluten mm -hmm. or run away from those things that you're, you're told are scary. Uh, you, you might want to avoid these things. You can avoid antibiotics. You can avoid radiation, avoid EMFs, and so forth. But this allows you to process it with grace and ease. So you no longer have that fear of um, having your life destroyed because you walked past uh, a you know, radio tower or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, we have an activation of self-love. Very beautiful. Next, we have money management. Uh, a lot of people that are unfamiliar with human existence, a lot of star seeds are either bored with money or they simply can't figure out how it works. It's frustrating and befuddling, so this will help you with that. Next, we have um, uncovering your starseed identity, which is, it sounds, well, it's basically about stepping into your joy, your happiness, your purpose for life, your mission in life. And one of the questions I often ask people is, uh, you know, a lot of people are hung up on what's my mission, yeah. what's my job, you what's know, my what's purpose? my vocation, what's yeah. my purpose. Mm -hmm. Well, what if your purpose is to be happy? Mm -hmm. You know, what if what if you are here not to do something grand and save the world, but what if you're here to to have joy? Mm -hmm. And simply you being you having joy is enough to spread joy to everyone else around you.
that's it's amazing. That's so, yeah. yeah. Next, we have a spiritual ego deactivation, which is incredibly important because nothing will halt you in your path to spiritual growth faster than spiritual arrogance. So we're not engaged in the spiritual Olympics. It's not about who's growing faster than who else. Um, let all that go. One of the things that happens a lot of times is people have a, a peak experience or a mystical experience of some sort, and then they assume that they've reached the pinnacle when they've really only taken the very first step on a long journey. Yeah. So this helps you not get hung up on where you are right now, thinking that you've made reached it. the yeah, <laughs> you've made it when when there's so much more out there to experience. Yes, yeah, for sure. Next, we have some activations for advanced clairvoyance. So uh, everyone's clairvoyant. I, clairvoyance isn't my primary gift, but we all have clairvoyant abilities. But this will kick into high gear your clairvoyance and then also help activate advanced visual intuitions such as holographic vision and remote viewing. Uh, it's amazing. Next, we have alignment of bodies. <laughs> Such a huge pack. I know. <laughs> alignment of bodies. Um, so the physical, mental, and emotional bodies and the etheric body as well, they can be out of alignment with each other. So it is possible, for example, to have your heart chakra in your emotional body in a different position in your physical heart. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, it can have a profound impact on your love life. So wow. this brings your bodies not only into alignment spatially, but temporally as well. Now, of course, when you slip into higher dimensional awareness, none of that even matters yeah. because there is no time, there is no space, and you're, you're always in perfect harmony. But as long as you're in a three-dimensional physical body, that can be an issue. Uh, next, we have some Stargate activations, which will allow you to begin communicating and or traveling to different worlds, and this mostly happens at first while you're lucid dreaming. Mm -hmm. So you can lucid dream um, an astral-projected voyage somewhere else in the universe and then communicate with beings that are not on Earth at the present moment. Um, so and I think, I think a lot there. of people do this in their dream time, in their sleep time, yeah, absolutely. without even knowing it. Yeah. yeah, which brings up the next one, the light body activations. <laughs> so the Merkaba, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that we are all in a Merkaba state every time we're dreaming. Mm -hmm. And then when we wake up, our, our bodies separate out once again. So the Merkaba is the unification of the mental, physical, emotional, and, and etheric bodies. Now, the physical body, of course, lives in 3D. The etheric body lives in higher dimensional awareness. It lives in the fifth dimension, which is kind of a 3D concept, but yeah. higher dimensionality. And uh, if you blend these bodies together, bind them together the way they're bound together when you're dreaming, you can carry your physical body, which normally resides in 3D, into higher dimensionality. So these activations help with that, help you to do it in a waking state, not just in the dream state. Mm -hmm. And then we have a pineal gland uh, sound bath. Uh, it's, it's just a recording that helps support the proper pulsation and vibration of the pineal gland. 
and that may involve decalcifying the pineal glands. Um, so um, the, the expression I like to use a lot is that for most human beings, the pineal gland is shrunk wrapped. Mm -hmm. We shrink wrap it. Yeah. We shrink wrap it to prevent it from pulsating and vibrating the way it's naturally designed to. And the reason it's shrink wrapped is because that locks you into three-dimensional space. When you let go of that shrink wrap around the pineal gland and it begins to pulsate and vibrate the way it's designed to, then you have easy access into higher dimensionality. So this sound bath is incredible. And uh, when you listen to it, you might actually have bizarre experiences. I, I used to feel the bed. I'd lay down and listen to it, and the bed would be undulating like I was on a raft on the ocean uh, as I was listening to it. And then we have <laughs> some bonus items, three live group calls. One is a special group call on embodiment. So it's about an hour and a half long, and it's all about um, – Living your, combining your spirit with your body, I guess. It's about living your principles, embodying your truth. Uh, the next one is a call on transformational leadership, and then another one on brain optimization. And all together, the entire package, it's about 10 hours of audio recordings. So it's, it's, it'll keep you busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll keep you busy. Perfect. So that, is, again, is available at awakentohappinessnow.com forward slash Patrick 11. So please do take a look at it, see how it resonates with you, choose, you know, for yourself. Yeah. Um, wow. Thank you, Patrick. I mean, I was going to say, that's more like two packages. Just <laughs> 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 saying. Oh, well. It is what it is. Okay. I got on the roll. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. All right. So, uh, <laughs> All right, so we're going to take some questions from the Q&A and live. So <clears throat> let's see how we're going to do this. All right, so hold on. We might have to we'll, – we'll we're, we're going to share uh, earbuds here. So. We're going to share earbuds here. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we're going to go to phone number ending in 1770. Hello? Hello? Are you there, 1770? Yeah, I heard noise in the background, but... <laughs> yeah. Colette? Yes? No? Maybe? All right. I'll come back. All right. We're going to go to phone number ending in 6470. 6470. Hello, Shefali and Patrick. First of all, this is Claire in Portland, and happy birthday... Happy birthday, Patrick. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, it sounds like you guys are having a great time. Thank you for taking my oh, call. Oh, wow. I'm having so much we fun. We are. This is, this is so much fun doing it together. Yeah, loving it. Vienna is a beautiful, beautiful city. Yeah. So it, that's so amazing. It's wonderful that you got to have your birthday there. Mm -hmm. um, I, <laughs> I am wondering about um, assistance with uh, clarity and direction in moving forward in terms of an alternative to the career that I have had. I'm essentially out of a job at the moment because mm -hmm. I run my own business, but sort of out of a job anyway. And um, I'm pretty happy about it, quite frankly. <clears throat> don't don't uh, don't miss it at all. And I'm just wondering, though, I'm not having a lot of um, clarity about 
what I would like to do next. Um, and I could just be in a resting period. Maybe I'm just yeah. terminating. But I, 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 I kind of sense that that's what's going on. So let me ask you this. Yep. Do you need to have complete clarity about where you're going before you move forward? Typically, that answer would be yes. Yeah. However, so however. That. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think that's, that's uh, something that's really common for everyone on the call. They're yeah. afraid to step forward into something new and unfamiliar if they yeah. don't know all the details about it first. But if you knew all the details about it first, it wouldn't be an exciting new adventure for you. So let's just do, let's everybody just say yes right now to clear away any and all fears associated with that. Yes. Yes, please. Okay, beautiful. Okay, so sorry for cutting you off. Let's <laughs> continue. No, no, that's it. I mean, I really appreciate it. I, I um, yeah. <clears throat> Not yeah. that I would be OCD or, um, you know. Yeah, so what I pick up when I when I look at your energy, it's, you are somebody who's incredibly capable, and you can have absolute tremendous success in a very, very short period of time. And I don't sense that there are any major blockages, such as it's dangerous for me to have my own career or you, looking back over your shoulder of what you walked away from. I do think that you're in this germinating period right now, but you don't want to get stuck in that germinating period. And what's going to get you stuck in that germinating period is the idea that you need all the answers now and you need to know with absolute clarity what your next step is. So what if, what if your adventure involves you testing the waters in different ways and finding what works for you based on what brings you joy mm -hmm. um, and opening yourself up to opportunities that you normally would shut down because they don't seem practical in the present moment. Yeah, there's that element that. of practicality <laughs> that it, whatever step you take next must be practical. Otherwise, it's not worth taking or it's too dangerous. So let's clear that. So anything and everything that says that you must be absolutely practical in your next step forward, would you like to get the truth about that and clear that away? Yes, please. Yes. Beautiful. Okay, and then there's fear about responsibilities. Your only responsibility is to find happiness for yourself. So there's, I, I get that sense that if you make the wrong choice, you're irresponsible. If you make the impractical choice, it's irresponsible to do that. But what if your only responsibility is to find joy? Yeah, we, so we can eliminate that notion of blame and judgment that responsibility normally has. And, and I like to define the word responsibility as responding to your needs in the best and highest way for you right now, not, you know, you, you're to blame for something going wrong. Yeah, okay, or it's your duty to do something. Okay, beautiful. Oh, so was that helpful at all? It was immensely helpful, and I am okay. really, truly, incredibly grateful. Thank you both very, very much. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank, Thank you, Claire. Um, okay, I'm going to do it a little bit differently this time, Patrick. <laughs> We're going to try it without the headphones. 
Because oh, okay. I realized, like, okay, well, you know, because we're still recording. It's like, oh, nobody can hear what the other person is saying. So we're going to try. Oh, okay. We're going to try it a little bit differently and see what happens. Okay. So let's take a question from the Q&A to start off. Or not to start off, but again. Um, all right. So I have a question from Suzanne in British Columbia. Um, she says, how can I clear stuck energy in my power center? Apparently, I allowed somebody else's energy in there, and I feel powerless. So we kind of did a little bit of that earlier. Yeah, there's something unusual here, though. This is this is very ancestral. Oh. <laughs> wow, there's something going on there. So there, there's almost like a tear in the power center, and it goes back generations, and it's built into the DNA in your family. So let's just clear that up. Let's just do a healing on your power center right now so that it can vibrate and pulsate with its own energy in the best and nice way. So everybody on the call, say yes right now to receive some healing energy in your power center. Yes. So that, yeah, so any rips or tears or bubbles or blockages. Wow, you've got a power center that's kind of like cottage cheese. So let's, it's like bunched up in places and really thin in others. So let's smooth it out. Okay. And then there's also a belief that, that you're prone to having entities attach themselves to you. So let's clear that away. Entities really cannot attach themselves to you without your, you giving them permission on some level. So let's just rescind, let's cancel any and all permission you've ever given for entities to take up residence in your body. Let's pull out and send up into Creator's Light any and all entities, wayward spirits, or any other type of energy that's not in your best and highest interest right now. That includes a cord to an X. Let's pull out that cord. This is a cord that loops back on itself. So this tells me that there are many, many lifetimes connected with this person who cords you and abandons you, but keeps the cord hooked in. So let's just remove it. You don't need it. It's not you. Beautiful. And now let's finish for everyone with an infusion of the energy and feeling of power pulsating in your power center. So you might feel in the middle of your belly, above the stomach, behind the stomach, some energy swirling. You feel some pressure building. And now let's begin to expand the energy in your power center so it extends beyond the normal confines of the third chakra. So it's going to expand and fill your entire torso so that your power center is deeply interconnected and infused with the energy of your heart. It's deeply and intimately connected with the energy of your second chakra, the sexual center. And any blockages in between the chakras are breaking down disappearing, expanding further to encompass your throat, your root chakra, your third eye, your crown, and then beyond your body. So that your power center is now vibrating and pulsating 
larger than your physical body. So you are a walking embodiment of pure power energy. Okay, take a deep breath and hold it. And release when you're ready. Okay, wonderful. Oh, thank you, Suzanne, for that question, because that gave us so much as well. <laughs> All right, let's see. We're going to try and go back to the um, <clears throat> phone lines and see what how it sounds. So we're going to go to phone number ending in 9306. 9306. Hi, Hello? this is um, Linda. Hi, Shapali. Hi, Patrick. Hi, how are you doing? Well, it has been a week from... Literal, excuse me, hell. <laughs> I've had nothing but car troubles and all kinds of problems have been just accumulating like crazy. I got my purse stolen and my grandson had left it somewhere. And then the car just had all kinds of problems. So I'm, li I'm looking forward to my vacation tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. Wow. Is this something that happens to you regularly? No. No, okay. this has never happened before. So this has never happened before. So what's different now about what happened in your life a week ago that changed? I don't know. My grandson didn't listen to me. Okay. You said you're going on vacation? <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. Where are you going? I'm going to Arizona with my mom. She's okay. Are you nervous about that trip? Yes, because of my daughter. Okay, so let's clear all that away. Oh, good, please. Because I think that a lot of this came up in the run-up to the trip, the preparations for it, the planning, the talking to your mother about the plans, the fears about your daughter. It's almost as though you're coming up with traumatic experiences that will allow you to cancel the trip. But you don't want to cancel the trip, but these oh, no. things are happening because you subconsciously want to cancel the trip. Okay. Yeah, so let's make it safe for you to go on that trip. Oh, please do. Okay, so would you like to know from Creator's perspective who you are in relation to any family members that you encounter during that trip? Yes. And would you like to know how to and what it feels like to stand in your power as you're on that trip? Yes, that would be really nice. Would you like to know that it is safe for you to take this trip? Yes, please. Beautiful. And if you do choose not to take the trip, would you like to know how to and what it feels like to make that decision without creating excuses not to take the trip? No. There's a blockage there. So, yeah. So I'm not saying that you have to choose not to take the trip, but okay. if you were to make the decision that you don't want to go on this trip. Would you like to know how to and what it feels like to make that decision without creating distractions from the trip? Yes. Yeah, there we go. Beautiful, because you know your purse gets stolen, you've lost your identification, it's not worth it to go on the trip anymore. So let's just clear all that away. Okay, and now would you like to have an infusion of the energies of joy, happiness, grace, ease, and fun for your trip? Oh, yes, please. Yeah. 
so that no matter what happens, no matter what family dramas arise during this vacation um, and um, family history, no matter what family history gets relived, that you can have joy and fun through it all. Yes, I'd love it. Beautiful. So there's some conflict that you're you're worried about facing. Um, so instead of like doing some digging to resolve that conflict, let's just send in some harmonious energy. So everybody who's listening right now, if you have any type of uh, family-related drama and you know that if you get together with a family member, there will be a confrontation, would you like to know how to and what it feels like to face that confrontation with grace and ease? Yes, please. Beautiful. And without judgment and without feeling like you're being judged. Yes. Yes. Okay, beautiful. Take a deep breath and hold it. And release when you're ready. Yeah, it feels better. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, good luck on your trip. I'll, Have fun. Yeah, I'll be holding you in the lights on your on your trip. And <laughs> yeah, it's my mom's 90th birthday, mm-hmm. and so that's tomorrow. And so we're mm-hmm. all we're the, there's going to be four generations together tomorrow. Oh, and um, my daughter has had some really hard things happen for her lately, and she's the one that we're going on the trip with. My sister and I are. So it's kind of a rough time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll both actually be holding you in the light during the trip so that you can process that energy with grace and ease and actually relate to your daughter and others in the family without all those family dynamics coming in. Yeah. Thank you. God bless you both. Have a wonderful time. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right, so that worked out well. Good. I was worried about the sound, but it's all good. All right. Um, oh, my goodness. Okay. All right, hold on one second. Let me just go back here for a second. So we have Annette in Munich has a question about she's looking for a job or creating a joyful income with ease and grace um, in other ways. Oh, uh, other ways did not work. For me, years now, I submitted my will to spirit to guide me and inspire me. But obviously, there's no successful resonance so far to connect to this world. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Okay. What's the first portion of that again? There's, there's... Annette. Annette uh, looking for a job or creating a joyful income with yeah. and grace. Okay. Let's everybody on the call... Oh, wow. Okay, let's everybody on the call think about something that you would like to change in your life. And we're going to do a manifestation. And specifically for Annette, I'll guide a manifestation for a job that is in her best and highest interest. So some sort of vocation, it could be part-time, it could be full-time, it's whatever brings you the most joy. Wow. Okay. And... Ah, okay. So there's some some blockage there, but but I'll resolve the blockage as I do the manifestation. So imagine what it is you would like. 
Imagine what it would feel like to have that completed right now. So for Annette, imagine what it would feel like to have the ideal job or vocation for you right now. Step into the emotions connected with having all of that joy, power, self-gratification, anything associated with this thing that you would like to manifest. And now say yes to give me permission to offer a manifestation on your behalf. Yes. Wow. Beautiful. Now say yes to accept and receive the energy of allowance uh, and detachment so that the universe can bring you whatever it is you'd like to manifest in the best and highest way without you trying to control or manipulate or second guess. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. And would you like to know how to and what it feels like to surrender to this flow? Yes. Beautiful. Now take a deep breath and hold it. And then release when you're ready. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Annette. Um, okay. So we're going to... Whoops. We're going to see if we can go to um, phone number ending in 5712, 5712. Hello? Hi there. Hello. Hi, Marlene. How are you doing? Hi. I saw something on the um, Q&A came, yeah. came in. I sent a little message back to you. Yeah. <clears throat> I've, um, you know, during that uh, process of removing some of that anxiety, I felt... Um, you know, my sinus is starting to clear up a little bit, and then um, my stomach just started to calm down, like, within a few seconds ago. Oh, good. Good. Mm -hmm. But I was good. wondering, like, um, <clears throat> because my sister, you know, passed away not too long ago, and her birthday was the 16th, and, of course, I was on the phone with Mom, and after that, I felt this thing kick in later that night. So I was wondering, like, did I pick some of that up also from my mom and from my ancestors? Because my mom has um, anxiety attacks pretty bad, too. Yeah. I, I think partially what happened, this is something that we all do. We entrain ourselves to the energy of the people that we love. And if you are interacting with your mom or interacting with family members and you're not standing solid in your energy, you very quickly slip into one of two things. You either slip into mimicking their energy or you go into counterforce against their energy. So you push back against them and that causes them to magnify their energy. So those two things tend to happen quite often. But what's typically subconscious and unquestioned is the way we entrain ourselves to the energetic signature of our family members and of our, our place of origin. So I, I don't know if you, you know, went to where you lived with your childhood, but um, 
if you go back home to where you grew up, quite often your energy will shift instantaneously to match the energetic signature of that location. And you'll wonder, oh, my gosh, why do I feel so different here? Why do I suddenly feel like, it, like I'm reliving all those childhood things? So for everybody on the call, and we have the holidays coming up so yeah. <laughs> in a couple of months, and this is when this really, really gets magnified. Yeah. So people are visiting family members for the rest of the year. And we slip into their energetic patterns, and it's unpleasant, and then we feel bad about ourselves. So would you like to know how to and what it feels like to maintain your power as you interact with family members? Say yes for that. Yes. Yeah, and it's not about judging them or saying that their energy is bad and they're impacting your energy, and, and therefore they make you feel bad. So let's let go of all the judgment associated with it. Their energy is their energy. And if you step into the place of allowing them to be whoever they are on their terms, that frees you up to hold on to your energy and be who you are on your terms. So you don't have to automatically slip into the old energetic patterns. Beautiful. So would you like to know how to and what it feels like to interact with a family member who has anxiety without experiencing that anxiety. Yes. Yeah. And then another side to this is, of course, that natural empathy that you have. And with family members, your empathy is heightened. You're more tuned in to the energetic patterns of your family members because you are connected with them on a deeper level. So you may have more empathic overwhelm or empathic connections with your mother than you do with a stranger on the street. So if she's feeling anxiety, you feel anxiety immediately. So let's soften your empathy so that you can stand in your power when you're around other people. Say yes for that. Yes. Beautiful. And then a third thing that people do with their families is something that's called biomimetic mimicry. And biomimetic mimicry is when you copy somebody else's physical and emotional characteristics because you subconsciously believe that that's the best way to make a connection to them. And it's something that we often do to our parents, with our parents, especially, it's not in your case, but especially if a parent is passed on. We will relive their physical behaviors, physical illnesses, their their um, aging process because we want to connect with them and we believe that that's the best way to connect. So anywhere and everywhere where you engage in biomimetic mimicry, would you like the truth about that behavior and clear away the need to do that right now? Say yes for that. Yes. yes. Beautiful. And would you like to know how to and what it feels like to maintain a connection with your loved ones without participating in their energy? There's a ton of heavy energy in your heart. Yeah. So everybody, just say yes right now to receive a cleansing of any and all negative dark energy that you have in your heart. Yes. I mean, you're, right now you feel like you're, wow, there's such a wall of thick, uh, it's, it's almost like a thorn bush in front of your heart. Let's wash all that away. So 
if you have a heart wall or if your heart is shrunk wrapped, shrink wrapped, <laughs> if you if you've got some sort of protective barrier around your heart, let's either eliminate it or simply loosen it right now, whatever's in your best and highest interest. Okay, beautiful. Take a deep breath and take a very, very deep breath. Low, deep in your lungs. Hold it for a moment. And release when you're ready. And now because you're working with anxiety, take one more deep breath, very, very deep in your lungs. Hold it for a moment. And release. Okay. How do you feel? I'm getting lighter. I, I earlier I kept saying, you know, my heart chakra, you know? <laughs> yeah, you, you carry a lot of energy of melancholia. Um so it's not depression, it's just a uh it's it's like a sadness that, that you feel on a cellular level. And they sent some energy in to wash that away as well. And that's beneficial for everyone. But you almost wear melancholia like a um, a piece of clothing. Yeah. Okay. okay, well, thank you so much for your call. Thank you for all this you are doing for everybody. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. All right. Whew. How are we doing? Let's see quickly. Let's see how are we doing. Oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm just gonna go to. So Prame had uh, text texted in or wrote in that she teared up when Patrick, you were doing the uh, overflowing surplus mm-hmm. to be able to give away more money to charity, and she yawned a lot too. Well, thank you, Prem. Um and. Yeah, Prem uh, has been on the show many times. Um, can you help remove these last blockages in my way that she's not consciously aware of? What does that mean? Patrick is amazing. Yes, we know. It was your previous podcast with him that helped me to realize and feel the energies working on me. Oh, I remember that, Tanara. Yes. Um, so when he cut the connection at the end of the show, I dropped like a puppet. Well, no. <laughs> okay, let's do this for everyone. So I, I do disconnect from everybody at the end. So would you like to know how to and what it feels like to stand in your new energy and carry your new energy with you, even when you're disconnected from the source that brought you that energy in the first place? Yes. Okay. And now I want to explain I am not that source. (laughs) So if I disconnect from you, you are not losing an energetic connection with me and your energy is dropping. That's just a belief system. You are the source of that new energy. It emerged from within you because you allowed it to step forth. I was just a facilitator. Mm -hmm. So would you like to understand that from creator's perspective? Yes. Beautiful. Okay, take a deep breath and hold it. And release. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That is so important to say. Yeah. And I, I don't really say it often enough, but I'm just a facilitator. I'm not doing anything to you. You are allowing changes to happen within you because you're ready for them. So if the changes seem to disappear, 
it's it, it's not to blame you for the energy disappearing, but just realize that it's in your ballpark. It's your power that you're stepping into and take ownership of it. Mm. And yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> So I have Lisa in British Columbia, and she says, happy birthday, Patrick, and mm -hmm. it's her birthday today as well. <laughs> so she says, do you see anything that's so holding me back? So many Libras on this call. Oh, yes. Mm. Do you see anything that is holding me back from bringing in more money into my life or a career change? Well, we, we did talk about it. Yeah, and, and part of what's holding her back is indecisiveness. Mm -hmm. So and we did a little work on indecisiveness before, so, yeah. Oh, or did we? <laughs> I feel like we did. Uh, for everyone, would you like to know how to and what it feels like to be decisive about the next step? Yeah. Beautiful. And what that means is it doesn't mean, like we were talking about before, it doesn't mean knowing exactly what's going to happen as you take the next step. It's stepping forward and taking a chance and realizing that that unexpected things might happen, but it's okay. So decisiveness is about moving forward with confidence, without second-guessing yourself, mm -hmm. without always worrying that, oh, all my decisions are always bad and I, I just wasted money on something. So let's just clear all of that away. Beautiful. Now let's do what we did originally because it didn't really take. So would you like to know how to and what it feels like to be decisive? Yes. Okay, better. That's much better. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're just going to go back to the phone lines quickly and just take two last quick questions. Um, hold on. We're going to go back to Colette. Maybe she's there. 1770, phone number ending in 1770. Um, hello, I'm here. Yay. Hello. Hi, Colette. <laughs> I was I was um I was walking back from the beach. I had a whole bunch of stuff in my hands, and I was juggling. <laughs> and I could could get to the yeah because it's just the wind picked up, and I and I knew calls were coming, so I needed to get back. Wow. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I did write in though. Um, yeah. Happy birthday, Patrick! Thank you, <laughs> thank you. I hope welcome. you celebrated on my behalf on the beach today. Oh, I did for you. Yes, um, got you some salt water and wonderful warm sun and sand. Wonderful. Okay, <laughs> I did write in. Now I have to remember what I wrote in. Um, no, but anyhow, um, we are talking about power. Oh, mm -hmm. we just lost you. Okay. Oh no, she's done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, so we're gonna read her question because she did uh, write in as well. So this is Colette. <laughs> um, is about my power, where at times I feel that I'm punished for having it. I know there is a connection with my father with that as well. No matter what I do, it's not good enough. It plays mm -hmm. out with clients where I lost jobs and income. What do you get, Patrick? Yeah, that, it's really deep. It's deeply, deeply ingrained. So let's go back to the very first time in all lifetimes, and I hope Colette's listening and not scrambling there. If, uh, well, she can listen later. She can listen on the replay. Yeah. You know, when something like that happens, that that indicates a deep blockage mm -hmm. because the subconscious mind is really powerful and it can cause you to have a distraction emerge at the very moment the most important thing for you to hear pops up. Wow. It happens in, in seminars that I do all the time where uh, when I get to 
the topic that is most important for that person to learn, that's when their cell phone rings or when they get a sudden distraction like, oh, my God, I've got to play Candy Crush right now. That's (laughs) – so, yeah, having the phone drop like that, it's like, it's, yeah. Interesting. So, hopefully she listens to the replay. So, let's go back to the very first time in all lifetimes where you were punished for having power. And would you like to have creator's perspective on what really happened in that instance? Yes. And clear the trauma right now? Yes. Hmm. Okay, and punishment, Wow. Punishment is in so many forms. It could be having been burnt at the stake as a witch, having been accused of having power that you didn't have and being punished for that. Okay, so everybody take a deep breath and hold it for a moment. Let's lock in that trauma clearing. Okay, and now let's go back to the very first time in all lifetimes where you decided that you're not good enough to have power. And would you like to get creator's perspective on why you believed that and clear that belief right now? Yes. Beautiful. So in a sense, if you have the belief that you're not good enough to have power, if power comes your way, you punish yourself for having power before somebody else can punish you or maybe both. So let's just wash anything and everything related to that away. Okay. And then there's this notion with Colette that her clients steal her power from her. So would you like to know how to and what it feels like to attract clients who will allow you to have as much power as you desire? Yeah. It's not about having power over your clients. It's about having power with your clients with no competition. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. So this is a good opportunity to talk about what power is because we haven't done that. So, <laughs> uh, power, we, we all have power. Even if we seem disempowered, we have power. Um, So from the three-dimensional viewpoint, if you want something in life, you have to manipulate the external circumstances to get your desires. So you're always moving chess pieces around on a board and manipulating the circumstances to create whatever outcome you want for yourself. And in this three-dimensional reality, everybody else is doing that as well. Mm -hmm. So you're moving the chess pieces around. They're moving the chess pieces around. You're all competing over limited resources that are in front of you. Uh, You're all fighting against each other. You force something to happen in a certain direction, and then there's counterforce from somebody else to push back because they want their piece of the pie as well. So force is all externally oriented. So you're trying to make things happen externally. Power comes from within. Power is a higher dimensional um, concept that tells you that because everything flows in the universe in harmony with the law of attraction, 
meaning that the energy you put out into the universe is reflected back to you perfectly in kind, then if you want to change things in your external world, you have to turn inward and make an internal change. If you change your thoughts, change your expectations, change your energy, you will change your world. That is power. Mm -hmm. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So force, I'm not saying force is bad and power is good, because sometimes when you're first starting out, you have to force yourself to control your thoughts. It's it's not, mm -hmm. you know, there are no magic wands. I can't, like, <laughs> magically uh, hit you with a magic wand and make you think different thoughts. Yeah. But I can help you step into the energy of being aware of when you're thinking negatively or having negative emotions and shift that. And sometimes that requires forcing yourself to think new thoughts. Mm -hmm. And then eventually it becomes second nature and it, it transforms from force into power. I love so, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a wonderful explanation. That's great. Whew, just breathing that in, integrating that. Um, all right, we're just going to take one last quick question from Kate, one I'm running in 2116. 2116. Hello. Oh, hi, Shifali and Patrick. Hello. Thank you so much. Thank Hello, you. Hello. Thank you. Hi. Um, I would love help with um, – I have all these ideas that I want to do with my life and help the world and charity projects and things like that, and I just feel like I get stuck in mm. a lot of stress and things like that and it blocks me from moving forward. I would love, love any insight. Okay. So two things. Number one, you're indecisive because you're always looking over your shoulder at the choices you didn't make, and mm. that prevents you from being decisive. So there's this feeling that if I choose to do X, I'm going to regret not doing Y. And if I choose to do Y, I'm, not go I'm going to regret not doing X. So that's, that's the first part of it. And we can do a simple cleansing to shift that energy a little bit. Uh, yeah, let's do that. So everybody take a deep breath and hold it for a moment and then... As you release, say yes to have anything and everything related to that shifted within you. Yes. Yeah. So anytime you are trapped in a certain energy because you're afraid to step into something else because then you'll miss where you are right now. If you step to the left, you're going to regret not going to the right and vice versa. Okay, and would you like to know how to and what it feels like to move forward with your life without looking over your shoulder at what you're missing out on? Yes, thank you. It feels like that a little bit with relationship, too. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a really common thing. We were talking about that before the call, how sometimes there's this notion that that there's the one, there's that soul soulmate that you're supposed to be with, that twin flame, and it's possibly somebody that you blew it with in the past and therefore you'll never have it again in the future. So always looking over your shoulder at what could have been or what was. So let's clear all of that away. Beautiful. And now say yes right now to have a cleansing of all of that confusion about what's the right step, what's the wrong step. Let's actually wash out that confusion so you can stand in your intuitive power 
and know viscerally whether a choice is good for you or not. And you'll know that by tapping in energetically. You'll know it by, does this decision feel good to me or does it feel heavy? Does it feel like I'm like trepidation? Right now, all your decisions feel like they're having that trepidation because there's that regret for the road not taken. Mm. Now that we've cleared that away, you can actually finely tune that intuition on a deeper level. Yes, thank you so much. Beautiful. And now, would you like to let go of the belief system that you are, in fact, blocked? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because simply believing I am blocked or I'm always blocked or it's hard for me to move forward, that's enough to hold you back. So let's clear all of that. Yes. Okay, beautiful. Take a deep breath and hold it and integrate. And release. Hmm. How are you feeling, Kate? Much better. I am so grateful. Thank you. Kate, so, hey, so before much. you go, I do, and I want to do this for everyone, but there is, you know, there's like this butterflies in the stomach sensation right now. Are mm-hmm. you feeling that? Yeah, yeah. I think it's Either a lot of one. stress. Yeah, that's yeah so I, I think partially what's going on is that the, you're right, it's about stress. Your adrenal glands are so stressed out right now that that there's like the digestion is off a little bit and you have this butterflies in the stomach feeling that's not associated with anxiety. It's associated with like indigestion. So we just send for everybody in the call some supporting energy on that. Beautiful. Okay, take a deep breath and hold it, and release. Wonderful. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, both of you. Thank you. Okay, bye for now. Bye-bye. Oh, wow, that was wonderful. Thank you. I'm sure that Annette, or Colette, sorry, um, is going to listen to the replay. Um, Yeah, so she was listening so all these wonderful messages <laughs> for you, Patrick. It's great because Patrick can actually see them, you know, so this is yeah. wonderful. Um, all right, I think, I've, I think we're pretty good. Yeah, so let, let's do one more thing here. So mm-hmm. let me do a final integration so that the energy settles with grace and ease and then do the disconnection. Okay. But realize, once again, that that disconnection isn't shutting off the energy. It's, it's going to continue bubbling from within you. So... Say yes to receive an integration of the energy. Yes. Okay, and now say yes to allow me to disconnect from you. Yes. Okay, and I'm sending in an additional sprinkling of energy to wash away any residue that you may have picked up from me or from anyone else on the call. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> that was great. Thank you. And, you know, I just want to um, encourage um, all of you listeners, you know, to go back and listen to this replay again. I know it's a bit longer than normal, but there is so much that we talked about, so much, so many processes and activations and clearings that Patrick did for all of us. Um, go back and 
listen to it and enjoy it again. And also take a look at Patrick's special offer that he has. It's like, it's a two-in-one. <laughs> it's really more like what it is. And that is available at awakentohappinessnow.com forward slash Patrick11. So do take a take a look at that as well. Um, so Patrick, wow, we talked about so much. And I I, I think like we have uh, we covered everything. Um, covered everything. Wow. So, yeah. so do, do you have any last words of wisdom for us before well, you leave beautiful Yeah, I, I just want to say I had so much fun on this call. This is by far the most fun I've ever had on a live call like this. And I love that energy. And I just I wish the same for everybody, that whatever you do, that it's infused with an energy of lightheartedness and fun. Even if you're going to the dentist, it's <laughs> make it lighthearted yeah. and fun. Uh, so, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And and I'm going to ask all of you guys right now, uh, today and tomorrow, please send some blessings to Patrick as he travels back home tomorrow. So mm-hmm. he'll be, you know, in the air and traveling. And so let him have ease through all the customs and security and all that wonderful stuff, you know, for all of us that travel a lot. We know what that's like. So let's all send him some blessings and support for all of that. So that it goes smoothly and with ease and grace. And um, wow, this was so much fun. I really, <laughs> this I had so much fun, Patrick. I mean, <laughs> I think I should do live, live, live in person shows more often. So yeah. who wants to come and visit me in Vienna? That's the next <laughs> question. Um, so thank you, everyone. This has been wonderful, and um, we'll see you again soon. Until then, continue to live your life. You'll enjoy peace, love, abundance, and happiness. Bye for now. Bye bye.